Greetings, everyone, and welcome to Shift Meditations. It's your host, mindfulness meditation teacher and yoga therapist, Jesse Cates, here to bring you another guided mindfulness meditation. Settle into a comfortable position. I've got a great story to tell you today to influence our focus through our meditation today. So get comfortable. I can't wait to guide you. I'm so glad that you're here. I'm greeting you as always on this day that we gather together to pause in presence, greeting you with a lot of love and gratitude, grateful for you as a part of this community. And as we settle in, we begin with a story that reminds us of ultimately the intention of why we do this, why we carve out time and we try to sit with our busy mind and breathe This past weekend with school starting up again was the kickoff of the high school football season. And Addison, my daughter, she's in middle school, but she said, Mom, everybody's going and I have to go. So I take her and it's her first high school football game. And she's at that age where I give her her freedom, but I still need to be there, right? Still have to kind of be in the background as a helicopter parent. She's not fully ready to be like completely dropped off and left alone, So I went to the game as well, but as always with this, you know, seventh grade energy, I gave her space. So I went to another part of the bleachers to sit. And I said, ooh, I'm gonna go all the way up to the top so I can see the field really well. So I climbed to the top of the bleachers. And as I'm coming up in the beginning of this arrival time, not a ton of people were there yet. So I had my full pick of where I wanted to go. So I picked a spot that felt right to me and I was sandwiched between, although there was a lot of space on either side, two gentlemen. On my left was a gentleman, he's about 84, I think he said, super joyous, used to be an educator. And on my right side was a gentleman in, I would say, middle-aged, maybe 50, 55, and his energy was very uptight. Turns out he had a kid in the marching band. So he had, again, like people invested in the football game. And then it starts to be like more people filling into the stadium. And I realized very quickly that my choice of seat is the worst possible place because the top of the bleachers is where it's cool for all the middle kid, middle school kids to sit. So before long, what was a nice little spot, quiet in between these two gentlemen with tons of space between us, before long, we were flooded with probably 50, 60 middle school kids Now, they are not there to watch the game at all. All they care about is socializing with one another. And they don't sit still. They have an attention span that's super short. So what happened very quickly over the course of the entire game was this nonstop revolving door of middle school kids running up and down the bleachers countlessly. 10s, 20, 30 of them just like pouring down. And then 15 minutes later, another 30 would come up and they'd be seeing their friends and screaming and blocking our view, bumping into us with no politeness or manners, climbing over us. It was insane. And very quickly, two things began to come into my purview. The gentleman on my left thought it was the best thing in the entire world. He loved it. He couldn't get enough of it. He thought the kids were precious. He welcomed it. He was joyous. He was, as we learn in our practice, he was experiencing craving. 
on the other side, the dad of the marching band kid, was so enraged that he took it out on everyone in his path. He was having what we experience as aversion. He was trying to parent and yell at every single kid. He spent the whole entire game trying to police every kid. He was like, sit down and stay down. You need to pick a seat. You need to stop doing this. Like he was trying to corral them and make them stop. And he just kept doing it over and over and over and over and over again. And as I began to watch this, witness craving in real time occurring, witness aversion, which is what our path teaches us is our everyday experience. Our moments are filled, bouncing back and forth between craving what we are going through to never end and pushing away what we are going through, wanting it to stop right away. And what the path teaches us was something that I witnessed at this football game. While I sat there and I watched craving on one side of me and aversion on the other, and I watched it without participating, on either two extremes. I found as a natural byproduct what this path teaches us is the result, which is a place of equanimity in the middle. And that middle ground is why we practice. So let's settle in and close our eyes and see if we can allow ourselves to meet right where we may be today. So connecting to our breath as we feel our body settle into its seated position. Just starting to acknowledge the movement of air coming in through the nose and back out again. Relaxing the face and the jaw. Softening the belly. Releasing the shoulders down away from the ears. Each of us longs to be in a space of equanimity, a place of peaceful presence where we are not tossed around in the rough seas of craving and aversion and craving and pushing away or being averse to this life as it unfolds. But in order for us to really truly do that, a really pivotal step needs to occur, and it's the acknowledgement that we possess both. And the goal is not to never be averse to anything, never resist or push away, but to be able to lovingly acknowledge when we feel ourselves in that moment, when we notice, I'm really resistant to this. Or, God, this is so good. I never want this to stop. Being able to witness ourselves in those states, be aware that it is what our lived experience is, being able to see it in ourselves and witness it with compassion. This is how we naturally find equanimity in ourselves. So let's begin to check in as we scan through our body. There might be aspects of the way that you are sitting that feel delicious. Maybe you're on like a really soft, supportive chair and the feeling of it pressing into your body is like, oh, that feels so good. 
And as you continue to scan through, maybe there's also places of discomfort, a little pocket of tension maybe in your low back today or some other place you might feel something. And how it's so common for us to be like, oh man, that sucks, being averse to it. As we settle on our breath, we want to just see if we can continually welcome all that we might feel in our body, both good and bad, both tight and relaxed. And to just gently witness, compassionately, and begin to pay attention to what might be the result of witnessing what is. Might there be access to a place of equanimity in your body? As we rest and we witness the movement of our mind, we know from our time in meditation that every day is different. And there are days where, you know, our mind might be a little more still. And meditation might feel more joyous. And we might be like, oh, I love it when it's like this. Craving that state to be all the time. And I know you've had experiences before where you are downright miserable in meditation. God, I want this to be over. I'm hating this right now. And we've had every experience like that and all the shades in between. And the important thing is not to try to change the state, but to witness it openly. And to breathe with it. Just let yourself feel it. Feel where it lives in you. Feel yourself watching the movement of this mind, the waves of your experience. And to feel that equanimity in the mind, a peaceful place that's able to witness the states of discomfort, witness the states of joy. That that natural bubbling up of an equanimous mind might be received. So witnessing for yourself today, whatever kind of experience it is, maybe it's one of those days where you're like, oh man, my mind all over the place. Maybe you're miserable sitting here in stillness. Or maybe it's a day where the mind is settled and you're like, oh, I love it when it goes like this. Trying just to acknowledge without all the extra descriptions or all the extra feelings, just witnessing what's arising. Meeting it just with your spaciousness so that you can feel into your natural state which is equanimity, a balanced mind.
Maybe now having the courage to lean into how you feel in the heart space, what emotions might be present. We definitely know what it's like to crave certain emotional states, wish that they never ended. And we totally know what it's like to push away certain states of feeling. And trying just to witness where we are being okay with where that is, being okay with feeling the things that we're feeling and wishing something normal, totally normal. To let yourself rest here and just practice witnessing what you are feeling. Let your emotions kind of color the experience and move through you. Anchored onto your breath as you just watch what is arising from a place of spacious love. And feel that equanimity within yourself rise naturally. Allowing your breath to deepen gently. You should take a moment to really be present to the way that you feel right now in body and mind and in spirit. We learn through our practice that equanimity is like the built-in default mode of who we are. And that we don't need to remove all hardship and stress and suffering and craft a life that's filled with just joy to access our equanimity. But in fact, being able to meet both sides of craving and aversion and to meet them with this sense of this is okay. Meeting that just as it is, learning through our practice of meditation to be with life as it ebbs and flows is how we access that natural state of equanimity in ourself. So you might start to invite your body to soften. Maybe you take a big 
stretch or a yawn or any kind of movement that helps you soften that meditative shape in your body. And we'll create a little gentle closing as we bring our hands together just to honor the time we carved out to be together and in this practice together. So bringing your hands maybe together palm against palm and resting them at the center of your heart, giving a bow first to yourself, lowering your head to your hands to acknowledge the place of peace and ease within you. And then lifting your head to give a bow to your device to honor all of us that are here meditating together at right this exact same very moment. Love and blessings to each one of you. Thank you for joining me today. Oh, what a wonderful experience as always to be together held by the practice of meditation and such a supportive community. And I just want to thank you again for being a part of this community. It is such a joy to serve you and share these practices. It brings me immense, immense fulfillment. If you ever want to reach out or connect, head to the website shiftyogastudio.com. You can also follow us on social media, Shift Yoga Studio across all the places, Instagram, the Facebook, all the things. Again, this has been Jesse Cates. It's an honor to serve you. I look forward to next time we are together. May you be well on this day. Take care, everyone.